Welcome. I'm Sebastian Mafud, and you're listening to WCAT Radio, the on-air wing of En Route Books and Media, bringing you the dulcet sounds of Catholic wisdom. Welcome to Living the Gospel of Life. I'm your host, Leticia Velasquez, and as always, we're going to start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. O Mary, bright dawn of the new world, mother of the living, to you do we entrust the cause of life. Look down, O Mother, upon the vast numbers of babies not allowed to be born, of the poor whose lives are made difficult, of men and women who are victims of brutal violence, of the elderly and the sick killed by indifference or out of misguided mercy. Grant that all who believe in your Son may proclaim the gospel of life with honesty and love to the people of our time. Obtain for them the grace to accept that gospel as a gift ever new. The joy of celebrating it with gratitude throughout their lives and the courage to bear witness to it resolutely in order to build, together with all people of goodwill, the civilization of truth and love to the praise and glory of God, the creator and lover of life. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Welcome to Lynn Clark of New York City. Uh, Lynn is a Christian musician and a pro-lifer and a fellow Catholic. Welcome, Lynn. I'm going to give a short introduction from her uh, Facebook page. Um, She's the head of the Lynn Clark Band. Music is a mystery. It is the language of the soul. In 2016, the Lynn Clark Band was formed, and from the beginning they determined to harness the power of music to touch souls, to affect the culture for Christ. Lynn Clark, the lead singer and songwriter of the band, has learned how important it is to trust in the Lord. She has learned that the Lord is mighty to save, and she wants the world to know it. Her links are a story and invitation to taste and see the Lord is good. These musicians, by the power of the Holy Ghost, are on a mission to make disciples of all men. They individually heard and answered the Lord's call. Welcome, Lynn. Great to have you on the show. It is such a blessing to be here, Leticia. Thank you for having me. I've always been, a, um, for a long time, I've been a friend of Lynn on Facebook, and I was just telling her before the show that she, she sends me little messages uh, through either a Catholic or pro-life site where we met and uh, encourages me. And then she didn't know how important it was until I just told her. So please, if you can encourage people, never pass up an opportunity. You never know how much they need to hear from you. I had a hard day today, and Lynn and I just spent 40 minutes trying to get connected here. So it was telling me that you are going to bless people today because it was a real struggle. (laughs) And anything that that the enemy comes against and gives you a hard time must be really blessed. So we're going to be blessed today. Tell us a little bit about where you came from, Lynn. Lynn is an immigrant to the United States. Yes, yes. Um, When I was six years old, I came here with my family uh, to the United States from Venezuela. And um, uh, this has been, this country is truly a blessed country. And um, we're so happy to be here, especially uh, seeing how the country right now is suffering. It's it's so tragic. But um, we just. Do you have family back there, Lynn? Do you still have family members down there? I have, yes, I have um, about, I have two nieces, actually two nephews and a niece down there, and, um, uh, you know, it's, we, we, tr- we try to help as much as we can. Um, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking, truly heartbreaking. It sure is. I've been praying for them. Um, when I see articles about how everyone's suffering for medical care and food and even water, it just breaks my heart. 
Yeah. We just pray that we find a resolution there that uh, doesn't involve loss of life, any more loss of life, I should say. All right. So, um, so you came to the United States, and then um, what happened then when you were six? You went to school in in New, New, New York City. Uh, yes, New York City. Um, I went to college and uh, um, you know graduated, uh, you know, in um, in computer science from um, CCNY with a master's degree and a bachelor's. Was hoping to get employed, but then a, a recession hit, and right. all the companies that had extended offers um, rescinded those offers. Oh, I'm so yeah. sorry. So uh, I was I went through a, a period as a as a young adult of, of of feeling very dejected, and mothers as they do they notice these things. So my mother sent me to um, uh, an adult continuing education class in guitar. So. What a good mother! I, I learned the fundamentals. What a good mother, Lynn, that she could she knew what your soul needed. Isn't that beautiful? It is. It is. You know, that's a blessing from God. And uh, soon after, I learned to play guitar. I started to write, you know, songs about things that mattered to me. And basically, um, my faith has always mattered to me. So I sang songs about the Lord and how He makes a difference. And it mis- uh, my music always ministers to me first. I always tell people that. Whenever I write something, the Lord uses it to minister to me first. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so, it, you know, that music really uh, helped to heal me, and uh, people heard the songs, and they said, why don't you sing for the community? So I started singing for the community, and that is how I began my journey uh, of music ministry. And finally, God blessed me. After many years of praying, he blessed me with um, uh, fellow Christians uh, that were willing to come and join me in this in this work. It's beautiful. So, is this what you do full time? No, no, no. Um, I'm actually an attorney. Um, uh, yeah, I graduated from law school. Uh, in the meantime, while you learn, oh my goodness, while you're learning guitar and and uh, wow. So, what kind of law do you practice? I, I do um, landlord tenant. That's what I do right now. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, so you're very busy. You're very busy. Lady. Are you single at this time, Lynn? Uh, what What did you say? Are you single at this time? Are you married? No, no, no. I'm single. I'm single. The Lord hasn't sent um, uh, my uh, Boaz, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> Hear that, guy? She's waiting for a Boaz. She's a beautiful Christian Catholic lady with uh, lots of education and talent. Um, so uh, so we'll wait for your Boaz. And you're right. You wait for the Boaz, right? And, and that's true. Um, I put on my um, my wedding wings, um, the, the, I should remember the scripture citation, but it's from the book of Ruth, wherever you go, I shall go. Amen. Your land will be my land and your people will be my people. So it's a wonderful, um, it's a wonderful chapter, actually a whole book about the beauty of devotion. Um, yeah. And then how she finds, Ruth finds her Boaz uh, by being faithful to her mother-in-law and becoming part of the genealogy of Jesus. So that's, that's a beautiful story. And we love that in our family, too. My husband is from El Salvador. He's also an immigrant. So I know what it's like to have family back home that are, that are struggling and to, uh, to sacrifice for them. Yes, yes. Especially when there's turbulence. He left during the Civil War. So it's really something. So, um, so this is a beautiful story of how you're you're doing this on the side from your law practice. Uh, yes, yes. This is uh, basically a, a, a passion that has not let me go, and and I, I have learned in life that um, when the Lord has a calling on your life, 
it's something that you you it, it's something that it's almost like it it's, it animates you and you have to pray about it for direction um even in those times because there have been many times during the years where i said lord is this is are you sure this is what you want me to do yeah because it hasn't always been easy and and it's still not easy so he never promises that lynn <laughs> he promises faithfulness but yeah, just because you have trials doesn't mean you're not on the right path. In fact, it almost ensures you are. Uh, it's, oh, yes, yes. I, I've come to learn that. I have come to learn that. And, you know, even though sometimes it has been a lonely path, because um, um, you, you have to, you, when you follow the Lord, you're not going to have a crowd of people behind you, you know? No, the no. Lord said, pick up your cross and follow me, you know? And it's it's never uh, it, it, he said it, he said in this world you would have tribulation, but out of them, out of all of your tribulations, I will deliver them, deliver you. That's right. You know, so right. um, I have I have learned through through prayer and through the mercy of God and through and through praying the Rosary um, and having a devotion to Our Lady that um, you have to trust God. Especially in those times when you don't when you don't see what he's doing, yeah. You know? Especially and, then, and I, I have learned mm-hmm. that, I, and I'm still learning. Do not be anxious. Trust. You know, and that's mm-hmm. where the divine mercy comes in. Jesus that's right. You, you know, beautiful. So, um, through through my faith, um, I'm, I'm just I'm just taking it one day at a time, one step at a time, praying. About about the ministry, praying for for that people will come to know our Lord. Um, you know, there's so much darkness in the world, and um, it seems to be getting more and more, more and more. Um, how do you say? Um, incredible. Yeah, I know. Every, every time you think it can't get worse, like yeah, like the, the fact happens. that there were two shootings within hours of each other. I mean, it's just horrifying. It is, um, it is, and it, it just tells me that the, that uh, God's people need to fast and pray, and uh, you know, uh, if you're Catholic, you need to go to um, adoration. Absolutely. And you need to be constantly in prayer. I, I always tell people that the Lord, uh, when they complain to the Lord that His disciples don't fast, He said. Um, first of all, the, if you're with the the bridegroom is there, you don't need to fast. But the day will come when they will fast, and and I I'm, I have to say these are the days when we must fast. Yes, you know? you're right. Because you're right. I really believe that this country is under a stronghold, and the Lord said that there's some spirits that come out with fasting. Prayer and fasting, right. I mean, certainly when in New York State they approved abortion up to birth, I'm, you know, a former New Yorker, I was, it just took my breath away. I know New York's bad, I mean, and most of New England followed suit. In fact, I'm surprised my own home state of Connecticut has it. And it's just, it's just in Illinois and then Virginia, it's just horrifying that they, the lawmakers could approve the death of a, of a child, any child. The instant of, of conception is still a child. But yes, anybody yes, that, can that, see that an infant is a human being, and they don't care. I was warned by Alan Keats. Uh, he gave a talk at our at a local uh, pro life uh, conference, and he said, "Don't think that bringing up the humanity of the child is going to win the argument anymore." He says it used to. In fact, 
that's why the numbers of pro-lifers have gone up because of sonograms. Because we can see the 3D sonogram, how, how every feature of the child, how it looks like mom and dad. But he says, there's a group of people coming out now, and he's right, that know it's a child and want to kill it anyway. And that's the real darkness that we're seeing now. And you're right. That's demonic. There's no other way to say that. You're shooting a, a, you know, a random people at Walmart with a smile on your face. That's demonic. It is. And uh, it is. never mind what's going on in your country and, and in the Middle East. and uh, just It's really, really dark. And our Lord has the answer, but he's asking us to participate in it through our fasting and our prayers. And fasting is, a, is very important. I definitely agree on that. I, I helped write a book um, about a man who's got a ministry of fasting, Angie Vivali, up in up in Boston. He's got um, Live the Fast. It's a fasting ministry. You can look it up on Facebook. I have to have him on one of these days. Anyway, so let's get into your music. I'm going to intersperse um, some tracks through the um, through the conversation, so people get to know your music. Um, do you have a website? Yes, it's uh, uh, com. That's Lynn Clark, L-Y-N-N-E-C-L-A-R-K-E, band.com, and, and there's a the, so I put the the in, uh, in the name of the uh, website, so it's www.thelynclarkband.com And of course it's also on Facebook. I just followed you on Facebook. You can find her on Facebook. So um, what should I, what track should I start out with, assuming I can do this right? Uh, you can start with a better what, cup what of wine. What do you want wine. me to start out with? A cup of wine, yeah. Okay, now that you said that, I'm going to try and find it. She sent me, well, tell us about this song while I'm locating the track, please. Okay, well, the song basically is um, a, 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 a telling of the mystery of the Holy Eucharist. Um, the fact that um, the way the song came about is I, I was taking guitar lessons with a, with, a, uh, with a guitar teacher, and he was a young man, um, uh, and uh, this was several years ago. And for some reason, when, I, when, I, when he started speaking, you know, it was, sometimes that's how songs come to me. It, it, it was like a little... A little melody came to me, come taste a better cup of wine, as I was uh-huh. speaking to him for some reason. And then the Lord helped me to develop the song, come taste a better cup of wine. You know, um, and when I think about it, I th- I, 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 the lyric reminds me of the fact that people imbibe because they're in pain. Uh, people um, take, you know, there's a heroin epidemic. It's, it's terrible. Right. And people do so many things to um, to self, um, med, um, you know, um, med, medicate, medicate, to self medicate. That's right. And um, I think that song talks about the Holy Eucharist, and it's also an invitation to stop using things that do not die. The better cup of wine is the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ, and it is beautiful. It is to us, come and taste and see how good he is. Beautiful, beautiful. I think I've got it now. Um, you're, you're really right. I heard an interview with James Grind, who unfortunately was a long, long time, two decades victim of sexual abuse by ex-Cardinal Theodore McCarrick, and the, the pain in that man's voice is so palpable. It was such a hard interview to listen to. But anyway, he's he's come back, thank God, away from drug addiction, but he said when he was suffering from abuse in the midst of it, wine and drugs were the thing that stopped the voices in his head. It stopped the pain. 
And you're right, they're self-medicating to get themselves out of this constant, um, the demons that are following them, whether they're actual demons or just um, their own past haunting them or abuse or whatever. But now he's found the Lord, thank God. But it's just wonderful um, that he appreciates the body and blood of Christ. And here we're going to play a better cup of wine. You're the sweetest thing I 
It's very upbeat, very inspiring, Lynn. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks so much, Leticia. I, I really enjoy that. You know, and when I was listening to it, I thought of um, Steubenville conferences. Are you familiar with them? They're big youth conferences all over the country. I've heard of the Steubenville conference, uh, conferences. I've never yeah. been Most there. of my two daughters were, are graduates of Franciscan University. And during this summer, they run conferences from New England down to the Southwest, everywhere. I, I think they're up to 25 or so. And also on campus in Ohio. But uh, they have a conference, and I believe this year was at St. John's University, called Steubenville NYC. And I think you should be playing at next year's conference. I think so. And you would have thousands of young people on their feet. Um, they, they do Eucharistic adoration there in a way that just blows kids away. I just cry just thinking about it. You've got a stadium full of kids. You've got the spotlight on the monstrance as the priest goes around. And they play this beautiful music, very similar to yours. And I'm telling you, it really changes kids' lives. And um, it, it turns them on to the true bread of life, to the true cup of wine, to Jesus. And I could just see you. So after we get off, I'll uh, see if we can get some contact information and get you in there next year. Not that you can oh, only do New York City, but I just, I could just see, I just saw it there. So maybe that's the Holy Spirit speaking to me. Tell me where you have played, where the Lynn Clark Band has played. Uh, well, we've played at, at Samantha's Little Bit of Heaven. Um, uh, that's a, 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 a well-known um, Christian coffee house in uh, Long Island. Um, oh, really? Where is that? So maybe I'll go someday. Samantha's Little Bit of Heaven. This sounds nice. Where yes, on Long Island? Oh, my goodness. I, 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 you know what? I, and often I'll look I it can't up. tell you because I, I'm a Brooklyn girl. Uh, and I'm a Long Island girl. You've mentioned places in Brooklyn, and I'll be lost. Okay, I'll look it up while you're talking. So, see, so you go there a lot? Um, I've been there, like, about uh, four times. Um, and uh, I, I, I actually have been there, like, about three times. I went, uh, I've sung there uh, uh, once as a solo, you know, singer-songwriter. And I sang there... Uh, Actually, was it once? Or, I, yeah, I think twice with my band, something like that. I, I, I know I've been there three times, but uh, it, it's always been a very good experience, a very wonderful, uh, Samantha is very nice, very nice lady. Um, also, I've Very found, good. Um, tell, me, tell me about your, uh, it's, oh, it's in East Northport. You know, I grew up in Northport. It's right next to where I grew up. Oh, I'm going to have to check this place. I know I recognize the name. Well, Lorfield Road, yeah, my dad goes to church right behind this place. He goes to Daily oh, Mass. Isn't that great? What? 87. And he gets up every day. He goes to Daily Mass, 645, and then he goes and works out. Now, he's in great shape spiritually and physically. God bless him. I should, okay. I should be as healthy as he is. So I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll let him know about Samantha's little. You're right down the street from where I grew up. So Samantha's oh, little bit of heaven. Anyway, I'm sure you played a lot in, in New York. Uh, I've played also in Acts 2 Cafe. That's another, uh, that's another um, Christian cafe in um, Long Island. Um, oh. I've played at um, the Everything Goes Cafe in, in Staten Island. In fact, that's one of my main places where my band plays because I lived there for, I lived in, in Staten Island for a few years, and there's a very strong local music scene in, um, in Staten Island. This is in the St. George area. And uh, yeah. and the owner uh, Stephen Jones is very supportive of in the you know of independent music, so he he lets my band come there and play all the time. So um, oh. you know I'm very grateful for uh, for the venue. He's he's very supportive. 
I've played in churches. I've played at. Uh, I played in St. Jerome's, uh, my my home church. And, okay. Uh, I, 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 St. Jerome's. Yeah, I've been in, in a few uh, Christian cafes uh, through the years, you know. I, I think I even went out once to New Jersey to a particular uh, Christian cafe out there. So it, it's been basically I, I've been working locally, nothing um, national, you know. If if it's in God's plan, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm just praying that um, God uses me however he wants to uh, to use me. Well, that's wonderful that you have that openness. That's a, that's a great God can use people that say, "Use me, Lord," and then don't mind a few bumps in the road on the way and know how to handle it. And you sound like you do. Yes, yes, yes. Thank by God's a, a grace. A few, a few, a few. Uh, well, if you have the rosary and you have our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament, I think um, I think you're in uh, you're in good shape. So tell me about how you found your band members. Um, this happened. It's, it's very interesting. Um, I, I was raised, you know, in in the in the in in the old-fashioned way. So I, I basically uh, that mm-hmm. means that I'm I'm a very I'm very um, uh, into into books, into reading, into uh, you know, uh, in, into the home life and stuff like that. Okay? Right, family-oriented. Yeah, that's very Latin American and and Italian. I'm Italian. Very very yeah, we're very home-oriented in our church and our community. Right. So um, basically, um, we, we, I had a, a, a neighbor across the street that I, I basically grew up with, and he was a he was he, he was a bus driver. I believe he, he retired recently, something like that. So um, he knew I was doing music, doing Christian music. In fact, he really liked the CDs that I came out with, and et cetera, et cetera. So he he knew friends as a bus driver. There are many people in the New York City. Uh, transit system who play music. So he knew this right. drummer, Roberto Hewitt, who was a very good drummer. In fact, Roberto Hewitt is the drummer for the most uh, popular Christian band in Long Island, the Paul Paoli band. The Paul Paoli? Say that again. Paul Paoli. Paul Paoli band. It's a very okay. it's one of the most popular bands, if not the most popular Christian band in Long Island. So he was the drummer for that band. So he heard my CD and he got in touch. We got in touch with each other, and so um, he decided to join, um, you know, my ministry. And through uh, through Roberto, uh, he introduced me to some of the other musicians that he knows. So Roberto introduced me to Sabu. And also, I have another uh, bass player that's coming on board, uh, Derek Buchanan, and I met him also through Roberto. So the Lord can answer the prayer. God just, everything happens in God's time. He doesn't give you what you ask for when when you want it sometimes, but he knows the right time that he wants things to happen. And you and you seem to have learned a lot of patience with that, and that's uh, that's something I struggled as a single woman uh, 28 years ago. I struggled so much with it, and just when I thought I couldn't wait anymore, um, a priest taught me a little prayer in Spanish. It's sort of a ditty, really. Uh, San Antonio, San Antonio, que me busca su novio. San Benito, San Benito, que sea bonito. <laughs> and I found. Uh, St. Anthony, find me a, 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 a boyfriend or, or a groom. And San Benito, I think that's St. Benedict. She, let him be handsome. And uh, yes, on both counts. <laughs> so um, I found Francisco, whose father's name is Antonio, of course. <laughs> St. Anthony got the way my mother prayed to St. Anthony. Um, my grandmother, actually, for my father, 
to come along from my mother in front of the statue of St. Anthony, the same statue of St. Anthony where my father was praying for a wife. So, yeah, he's, he's a little matchmaker, St. Anthony. Don't know why, but he finds things, right? So he yes, finds something. Yes. <laughs> when, I, when I was losing my patients, I had spent a weekend with the missionaries, a day with the missionaries of charity in, in the Bronx, saying, well, maybe the reason God's not sending me a husband, I was 28, was that I was supposed to be a sister. I, never, I, I had felt the calling about 12 years earlier as a, as a young woman, and I spent a beautiful day with the sisters and said, nope, it's a beautiful life, but that's not my call. But I think maybe God needed me to see that. You know, whatever yeah. whatever he needs to prepare you um, will will happen before before the time is right. And, you know, one of the reasons, one of the... My, the uh, proofs that my husband was giving to God, like proof that this woman is right for me, was number one, I should ask to pray first. We were taking youth ministry classes together, mm-hmm. and one time we were in the car talking, and I said, let's pray, and he gave me the weirdest look, and I'm like, what? We're charismatic oh. we pray all the time. What, what do you mean? But it was just like, you know, check. And then the other one was a few months later, we were dating, and he asked if I played an instrument, and at the t- time I was playing my violin in sort of a worship and praise um, band for the for, for, for mass not you know, nothing like you and again he gave me that funny look so you know he knew that uh, that we were headed towards marriage but anyway so you'll find the same way if and when it's time that things your boas will will come and you'll be pretty darn sure of it so mm-hmm. I'd like to play um, Little Flower could you get uh, give us a background on that Okay, uh, Little Flower, uh, like I always tell uh, people, um, my music is based on real stories. And I had a a very close friend who told me that when she was growing up, it was actually her father. Her father used to say, you know, parents, sometimes parents are very loving, but they say things that really wouldn't. Hold on one second. I started playing it by accident. I'm sorry. Sometimes your parents... Sometimes parents. I'm sorry, I actually. This is a friend of mine. She told me her story, and she said that um, when she was growing up, it was actually her father. He said things like, you know, you're not going to amount to much, and and, things that are really hurtful, even though he was a good and he provided. These things remained with her throughout her life. Sure, of course. Little Flower is more or less telling her, you know, let the Lord heal that pain and let it go and forgive because, um, you know, when we do not forgive, we not only, that pain continues to fester, but it also creates an access that the enemy can use to destroy your life. That's right. How how many lives have been destroyed by a person holding onto grudges? and, and, And you know what they say about bitterness? It's a it's poison that you take expecting your enemy to die, right? So right. we're all guilty of this. I mean, we all struggle with forgiveness. But that poison, you need to give it to our Lord and say, Lord, I, I don't feel so loving towards this person right now, but I choose to forgive them. And you don't have to feel it right away, right? Sometimes yeah. you have to fake it till you make it. But say, Lord, I choose to forgive them, and the feelings will come, and the bitterness will dissipate. Because we're human beings, and we may forgive but sometimes forgetting is a little harder. So we're going to listen to Little Flower, which was inspired by your friend whose father made her feel terrible about herself. And I'm sure we all have someone in our lives that uh, unfortunately did that for us. All right, so let's listen to that in that spirit.
powerful and beautiful yeah, don't yeah. give the hurt any power I love that line come on little flowers because you're encouraging your friend not to let that pain have power over her and, and to take it to our Lord that's such an important message for now I really appreciate that yeah. you know your voice yeah. there reminded me of Joan Baez I was just listening to some folk music which I love and uh, you have that that, know, that that folksiness but that passion that she had in her voice. If you ever heard her sing Amazing Grace, it was really she's something one of beautiful. My influences. I love Joan Baez. Well, you, you really sound like her, so she's getting to you. That, that beautiful, uh, the, the deep register of your voice, that strength that she has. Um, I hear that. I hear that in you, and I just love that it's so upbeat, even though the message is very deep. That's, uh, that's really something. Um, so... Um, when did you make your CD? You have a CD out, right? It's called Later On. Yes, that, that CD is, uh, I always make a joke. I, I should have named the CD right now because <laughs> <laughs> the CD was made in 2007. And, um, you know, uh, it, it was made in the hopes that um, 
the Lord would, would more or less uh, use it to uh, touch a lot of people uh, at that time. But mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's been a journey. It's, it, the Lord is taking me on a journey. I guess he's preparing me, preparing me for the type of ministry he wants me to do. So That's right. it's, it's, been, it's been about 12 years since I made that CD, and uh, I've made the decision more to, um, to, to do more live performances and um, touch audiences in, in, the, in the live setting um, because a, a CD is, a, is an investment. And, um, yeah. a, and it, 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 it is, it's only as effective as you're able to, um, uh, how do you call it, uh, network and market and get it out there. Whereas with yep. with a live performance, at least it, it has been my experience. With a live performance, you're able not only to to sing, but you're also able to to speak to the audience and tell them the things that the Lord is putting on on your heart at that time. You know, right. and and a, a CD is 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 um when when you talk about the business end of it, it is an investment in terms of of the cost. So um because of 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 those those things because of the the, the fact that you have to market the CD for the message to get out, and also because there's, there's, there's a, 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 you know, there's, it is a financial com, um, investment, it, it definitely is. I think that f- for these few years I've been more interested in the live performance, um, getting um, into actual ministry, talking to the audience, and singing for them. Um, mm-hmm. Well, maybe that's where the Lord is calling you, but we're both missing a very good marketing opportunity now that I think people should know about. Um, Catholic Marketing Network meets once a year. It's a trade show for Christian uh, Catholic writers, TV, radio, music, and I've met some of my favorite Catholic uh, singers and writers and priests. Um, uh, the other night, Abby Johnson spoke. I didn't go this year. I usually go when I have a new book out. I've had two books out. And one time I went to help a friend market her book. Um, so there were some, you know, Catholic artists there. Marie Ballett, I don't know if you know her. She's a ballad singer um, down in Nashville, mother of many. And maybe, you know, maybe next year we'll see you there to to talk to some of the people that would be helpful in getting getting your message out. Because it really is a beautiful sound that you're very inspiring. And I love your, I also love your personal testimony too. So I can see why live conferences, live uh, concerts do really well. But, you know, uh, maybe invitations to speak at other conferences outside the New York City area would be uh, would be a good start. So I, I definitely consider Catholic Marketing Network, they take turns. They go from Chicago to the Pennsylvania, New Jersey area. Unfortunately, we missed it this year, but a lot of my friends are there now um, marketing their books. Most of, I'm in the Catholic Writers Guild, and we support one another. Is there a Catholic Musicians Guild, so to speak, where they support each other in, in music? Uh, I I'm not sure. I I I I, you know the interesting thing is that um I, I and this is just an observation. I find that the the in the in 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 the Catholic community, at least it has been my experience, there is not a lot, lot of support for um, music ministers unless you have a church like you you are doing music ministry for your church, which which I am not. I'm not the music minister. Oh, okay. But it's it's yeah it's kind of it's kind of like um, you really have to push and you have to be persistent and look for different venues, look for opportunities and and keep you know keep going you know which I guess a lot of people have to do. 
But yeah, I found yes, it in, in, in I did it as, as a writer in 2011. I wrote a book, A Special Mother is Born, and I self-published it. So like you, it was an investment. Um, I had 33 um, writers, Catholic moms and dads of special needs children tell their stories. And um, Mother Mary Agnes uh, Donovan of the Sisters of Life, the, the uh, superior, she wrote the foreword because Father uh, Groeschel wasn't available. My dear Father Groeschel passed on to eternal life. He had promised it, but he had a stroke and he was very sick. So anyway... Um, it was um, it was a lot of work. I, I went up and down the East Coast into Canada, uh, giving different speakings through friends and through Facebook. Really, I, I got to know a lot of these people, and um, it's a lot of work. And I, I, I'm no breakaway uh, success, but this is what God called you and me to do, and to touch the people that He will send us to. So um, I know what it feels like to do the marketing end of it, and it was exhausting. I had a bad back, and I didn't like getting on, often on the trains with boxes full of books, going down to D.C. a lot, but uh, it was worth it. I feel that certain people that needed to hear my message of hope that a child with a special needs is a gift from God, and it's a calling. In addition to being a mother, it's sort of ramping up the calling to another level um, because obviously it takes more, more care to be the mother of a special needs child, more effort, more giving of yourself. And uh, very few of us do that without being forced, Lynn. I mean, you might be more generous than I, but I told the Lord, I'm a teacher, that uh, don't ask me to teach children with special needs, Lord. I haven't got the patience. So what does the Lord do? He gives me a child with special needs. He goes, don't worry, I'll give you the patience today. <laughs> and then tomorrow, you know and then the next day. Yeah, but that's I when have he's a brother with special yeah. needs. My, oh, you my do? Child, and he's... he's He's a he's a four years older than I oh, am. Oh, what? Yes, he's he's um, um, autistic and also um, mentally uh, mentally handicapped. Oh, so um, you, you do have through. a special he was spark about you. Still in those days, uh, the doctor must have been in a rush. But he's a he's a twin. Oh. The doctor did not realize that there was another baby in the womb. <sighs> he was rushing, and the nurse is the oh. one who said, "Doctor, there's a I'm second so heart." And he was born blue. And, um, oh, had thank God for that nurse. He had, you know, the oxygen to his brain. He was uh, oxygen deprived. So, That's but, what you know, happened. My mother was an, um, a school teacher, and also she was uh, a nursing student, but she became sick. So she had uh, to leave nursing and, and, and do teaching. Uh, uh-huh. But, you know, long story short, um, my mother, they told my mother he would not live past the first week. They told my mother he would never walk, he would never raise his head. But my mother actually, as you know, from what she knew from nursing, she massaged his legs. She, uh-huh. just, she just prayed, you know. My mother prayed, um, you know, and uh, she, my mother had a strong devotion to our Blessed Lady. And through her prayers and everything like that, um, uh, Raphael, she also prayed to St. Raphael. and um, yes, the healing angel, archangel. Yes, exactly, through her prayers. My brother is not only walking, but he's, he's very strong. You would never think that he, he could not walk when he wow, was a, a, a baby. What a beautiful story. Thank you for sharing that. I have to send you a copy of, of my book. So we have that in common, that we love somebody with special needs. It does draw you out of yourself, doesn't it, Just yes, to yes, love someone does. with especially that teaches you what love is and they give back to you in ways you never expected. Um, so I, I would like to share one more song. We, we're running low on time. 
um, that really touched me, and it's called Magdalene. I have it here um, on your album. And uh, please tell us the background story of Magdalene. Um, Magdalene um, is, is interesting. Uh, Mary Magdalene is one of the, 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 the people in the Bible that knew what the one thing was. I mean, I, I, always, I always think that Mary Magdalene, they say Mary Magdalene, some scholars believe that it was Ma, the sister of Martha, that that was Mary Magdalene, you know. But anyway, in my mind, I, I'm thinking that Mary Magdalene is, you know, a woman who is very familiar with the world. She's not a, a girl or anything like that. And many people have said things about Mary that are, that, you know, have kind of, made her seem as though she was less than she really was. The way that I see Mary Magdalene is a woman who loved God with all her heart, and, um, and she was the, the, the witness to the apostles. And the, the music that came to me when I thought of Mary Magdalene, I thought of a, 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 a person of great love and passion. And to me, that, that type of music is flamenco, it's, it's Castilian, so... That's mm. why the, the the song has that kind of a, a, an approach because of how I think this woman's love for God was so intense. Beautiful. That's I do love that kind of music, and that's why this brought me to tears. So I'm going to play. I uh, there, there might be an ad in front of it. I'll try and cut it real short because I don't have an MP3 of this one. But let's try. I'm not as gifted. By the way, I did take a computer class, one class like you, Lynn, with a guitar. Oh, I took a Microsoft right. Office in adult ed. After being a teacher, my mother, like your mother, knew that in order to be a writer, you need to be able to handle the computer somewhat, um, at least be able to send a, an article, right, into an editor. And that changed my life, too. So I, I the Lord reminded me of that. I said, our mothers are great, aren't they? And sometimes it's not what you study in university. Uh, it's what you study in the little uh, Delta class. And that's for anyone who's thinking of trying something. Take that adult ed class. It's not much of an investment. It's not much time. It may open a whole new world for you. Maybe the Lord's calling you to that. Just because it's not a university class doesn't mean it can't be very powerful. So, yeah, I wouldn't Amen. be on this computer today if it weren't for that. All right, so let's play Magdalene. Call it anything you please 
Opinions don't matter much to me Cause I live my own way I saw him preach upon a hill He spoke as no one did or will A voice inside of me said this is God's begotten son Maria Come and see what he done for me He took my heart of stone and turned it into a heart of flesh Maria Begging your pardon If you know where he lies Please Show me where he is And he said Maria And I said Rabbani What you've done for me You took my empty life And you Fill it up again Rabbani Wow, I, I, I almost forgot to turn it off. I was so um, taken by this, this beautiful song. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, I always say that um, the Lord, the Lord inspires those songs. Um, um, as I'm writing, I'm praying, I'm asking God, what is the next step? What is it, Lord, that you want me to say? So, these songs, God. God gives me these songs. I, I write them out, but I know that they come from the Lord. Oh, definitely. That that's so that's so beautiful. Um, that's what evangelism is: one person showing the the other person, their friend, what the Lord has done for them, isn't it? And you do a beautiful job of that in your music. Um, and you said you wanted to to win the culture for Christ, right? Yes. In your about section. So um, tell me about some of the people that you've sung for, that how they've been affected by your music in our last few minutes. Um, well, um, uh, uh, people who listen to the CD, um, they say, uh, my, my sister, um, uh, she happens to be a doctor, and she gave some of the CDs to some of her patients, and some of them were elderly and, you know, um, feeling very ill and stuff like that. And when... They listen to the CD. They said that it makes them feel so, so, so happy, so blessed. You know, they feel the love of God in the music. Yes, yes, I agree. Um, some another person. I agree. You feel God embracing that, in these songs. There. Yes, another is, person was saying that um, they 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 listen to the CD all the time in their car as they're driving. 
it, it just lifts them up. The music really lifts them up, and um, I constantly hear that they 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 feel the presence of the Holy Spirit in the music, and to me that is that is worth more than gold. You know That's that right. um, the Lord is so um, is so generous that He allows His presence to be in that music, and I and I just am humbled by the fact that. We serve a God who is who is so generous with with his his love and his gifts that he he does things like that. Yes, yes, and he allows us to to be his instruments. Literally, in your case, to be his instruments. Uh, me, my instrument is is the computer, which is uh, hasn't been working too well for me today. But we got this show on anyway. I'm so grateful to to have met you through through Facebook. Um, and to hear this beautiful music, and I will be playing it in my car, although I don't have a CD player. I bought a car with um, only electronic music, and I'm still trying to, uh, my daughters will show me, though, still trying to figure out how to use, uh, how to use it, um, but that's definitely something that I, um, I intend to listen to your music in the car. It will calm me down when the roads are crazy or the weather's crazy or whatever, um, or I have a tough day like today. They definitely brought a lot of peace to me today and will bring a lot of peace to um, to anyone who listens to them. I'm sure people would like to get your information now so that they can purchase a CD and um, find you online yeah, and perhaps go is, to a live concert. Yeah, the best is for um, the information on, on our band and on our concerts is, is to go to our website, www thelynclarkband.com. That's okay. Lynn, L-Y-N-N-E, Clark, C-L-A-R-K-E, band.com. And also, you can like us on Facebook. We really would appreciate, you know, uh, your support, uh, the support of your listeners. Uh, like us on Facebook and, um, and you know, uh, sign up uh, on our uh, contact uh, list so that we can keep in touch with, with you. That's right, and that's how we'll know where your concerts are. Um, I will definitely encourage my listeners to do that. I will be um, putting links on my show page, uh, Living the Gospel of Life, and you may use this link to, to put on your page and use it anywhere you like to this show so that we can help one another and to spread the gospel and to change this, this culture. We went through this earlier in the show that this culture is getting darker and darker and more and more in need of Christ. I, I think of those lost souls who did the shooting and the people whose lives were abruptly ended without a chance perhaps to repent and to, sh to tell the Lord they're sorry. There's such an urgent need for change in the culture. Like Lynn said, through prayer, through fasting, and through beautiful music and hopefully inspiring podcasts like this, radio programs, that we will um, fill our hearts and our minds and our souls with good things. Exactly. Not the evil, evil stuff that's on the internet. There's many, many good things on the internet. I always say the internet is like a car. A car can kill somebody. A car can bring you to mass. Yes. Um, a car can bring you to, to serve others, can be used to serve others. It's just in how you use it. So let's start using the internet for good and spreading the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ and, um, okay. and faith okay. and love and hope in a world that um, they're, they're really searching out for that, right? St. Augustine says our hearts are restless until we rest in thee. But they don't know what they're looking for all the time, especially young people now. You know, they're plugged into pop culture, which is, is very dark, and um, they don't know where the light is. And I'm sure when they, they listen to your music that, that the Holy Spirit will open their eyes. So Lynn Clark of the Lynn Clark Band, thank you so much 
for coming on the living the gospel of life. Thank you for living the gospel of life in there in Brooklyn, New York, um, a spot that, of course, New York City, being the abortion capital of the world, really, really needs you. And I know that you're there for a good reason. And I pray that those that need you find you through. Uh, through, through my through my help and just the Holy Spirit making the right connections that this beautiful music becomes widely known. It's very, very good. Thank you and God bless you.
We hope you enjoyed the program, and will join us back for another show on WCAT Radio. This is Sebastian Mafud. Good day.